0: This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for May twenty-second. One of my daughters and her husband went on a trip to Israel. They were part of a group taking a tour of what many refer to as the Holy Land. While I've never made that journey myself, I imagine it's quite inspirational to visit many of the sites mentioned in the Bible, to walk through the streets of Jerusalem, to ride in a boat on the Sea of Galilee, to participate in baptisms in the Jordan River. I'm sure it makes the scriptures come alive when a person stands at spots where significant events are purported to have occurred, such as Jesus' birthplace, the hill on which he was crucified, and the empty tomb. Some of these tours use the the promotional phrase, walk where Jesus walked. As helpful as such a pilgrimage as that can be, and as happy as I am for those who get to experience it, I'm even more grateful that Jesus chose to walk where we walk. He came to us. He took on flesh and blood and made the humbling journey to enter this world as a human being. We should never lose our sense of wonder and awe at the fact of Christ's incarnation. As John 1.14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Even today, Jesus continues to choose to walk where we walk. His Spirit lives in the hearts of those who put their faith in Him. He makes His home with us. The Spirit of Jesus accompanies us through the high points of our lives, through the dark valleys, and through all the multitudinous daily mundane experiences in between. He goes with us to our workplace, to school, to the ballpark, and in our homes. He walks where we walk. While the the truth of Jesus' abiding presence should give us a great measure of comfort and joy, it should also challenge us. It should remind us of our calling, our mission, and our need to follow in his footsteps. We should also seek to be incarnational in a sense. In other words, we need to walk where others walk. We shouldn't isolate ourselves from a lost world. We need to be careful not to retreat into the holy land of our church buildings waiting for people to come to us. We shouldn't reserve the good news of salvation in Christ for the few people who choose to make the pilgrimage to where we are. We need to be going out into their world, walking where they walk, and letting the glory of Christ, full of grace and truth, shine through us. Now this doesn't mean that we take part in the sins of others or that we compromise biblical principles. Although Jesus became human with all its weaknesses, he remained sinless. Hebrews 4.15 says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Like Jesus, we can walk where others walk and still be godly people. A trip to the Holy Land is a wonderful opportunity. But I'm glad we don't have to go to Israel to find Jesus. He walks where we walk. And likewise, let's not force others to make the arduous journey to come to us in order to find him. Let's walk where they walk, and let's allow them to see Jesus in us. If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. And now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today. In your own everyday experiences.